Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Hitman of Sales podcast. I'm your host, Buddy Jones, and my goal is to bring you the latest, most relevant sales strategies and techniques to put your sales on target. Today, I want to talk to you about building relationships before, during, and after the sale. But before I dive in, I want to discuss the one thing that is very important in building meaningful relationships in sales and in business, and that is becoming your authentic or genuine self. See, in a world that revolves around social media, we have all become accustomed to seeing everyone's best side. And in sales, I believe we have gotten into the habit of showing people what we believe they want to see in us. We have lost ourselves so much in that that we've don't know who we are anymore. We don't know why we started out in sales. And then we begin to wonder why is it becoming more and more difficult to make deals? And I believe the reason is the buyers can see through our fake front. I know they can see through our fake front. They know the person we're portraying is not our true self. And in today's world, buyers want to work with someone they can trust and that will get them the best results. If they see through our front we are putting on, we haven't even made it past the first step. How can they trust us? So let me ask, how do we get back to our genuine self? Now, I believe that's happens and starts with self-reflection. Reflect back to when you first got in the sales. You know, what excited you most about the profession? Why did you get in the sales? And what kept you in sales? During your career, what have been your greatest achievements? And what led to those achievements? You know, these are just a few questions that you can begin to ask yourself to get back to the genuine you. And I should mention this exercise is not something you want to do only when you're in a slump. I do this periodically because I want to check myself and make sure that I am working in sales for all the right reasons. You know, as a matter of fact, I just came off a two-week self-reflection. And during that time, I did not create any new content or even read any books. I just wanted to spend that extra time I had reflecting on myself and my career. I wasn't in a funk or a slump, even though I had a lot going on in my life and career, but I just thought it was time to take a moment and take inventory to make sure I'm heading in the right direction. So you've gone through your self-reflection and you've identified your true self or your genuine identity. So how do you start building meaningful long-term relationships with your clients or potential clients? You know, in the last episode, I discussed pre-meeting follow-up. And if you missed it, I encourage you, please go back and listen to that episode. This is where your relationship building begins. During this phase, you're setting up the fact that you care about the problem your potential customer has. You're trying to solve, help them solve it, and you respect their time. Now, you're moving on to during the sales process. So the next phase, and this is where you begin to build the relationship a little deeper. Now, during this phase, you're truly listening to their needs. You're asking deeper questions and not just surface logical based questions, but questions that will really make them think. 
you're also maybe giving them some free advice. But most importantly, if we've been our genuine self, you've uncovered some personal information as well. Now, please don't confuse finding commonality with the personal information I'm speaking about. Finding commonality is going to happen. It may happen. But what I'm talking about are things much deeper and closer to the heart. Things like their son Johnny was just accepted to USC, or that they're preparing for a big hiking trip, or that they breed French bulldogs because they just love them so much. These are the things you need to keep in your CRM. So when you talk to them next, you can ask them, hey, how's Johnny adjusting to USC? Or how's the prep going for that hike up Kilimanjaro? But just make sure when you do ask them these questions that it comes from the heart and you're not just checking a box or uh, checking off a task. You really want to listen to them and, and talk to them about this. Even if you don't know anything about hiking Kilimanjaro, maybe look up a little bit on it. <laughs> but truly ask them and listen to them. You know, to this day, I can still remember what some of my very first clients really cared about or what significant thing was happening in their life at that time. You know, I'll give you an example. I had a client from over 20 years ago that is a machine tool salesman. So he sells the, the tools that fit into these machines or cutters or, or blades or whatever they may be. And his son was a BMX racer who grew up and is now a welder. And he was in the process of starting his own business. Now, I've seen him from time to time, and I always ask how business is for him and how his son Jeremy is doing in his welding business. Now, I don't need to pull a note card or pull up something on CRM when I see him because I really listen to him when we talk, and I have no other agenda. And during this time of, of our relationship, this client has referred others to me. And it's not because every time I spoke to him, I asked for referrals. No. But because he didn't see me as a commodity. He didn't see me as just another salesperson out there. But he saw me as a trusted advisor and someone who would listen. So this leads me into the next phase. And I kind of jumped ahead in my example. Um, but I want to talk about the post-sale phase. So you need to continue to reach out to your clients. And I don't mean with a drip email campaign or periodic postcards or even text. These are all great for keeping your name in front of them. But what will really stick is something much more personal. But how do you personalize something for each and every client? Well, you don't. I know what you're saying. Wait, what? Yeah, that's right. You don't. Now, let me explain. You know, people are being sold every day, all day. They see ads on their commute to work, in their email, and in their social media feeds. You know, I like barbecue. I like to, to smoke meat. And, you know, I'll click on an ad. And then the next thing you know, every other ad in my social media has something to do with barbecue tools or something. So, you know, and then when people get home from work, there's a business card or flyer on the front door from a gardening service or housekeeping service, or maybe even a flyer from a local realtor. And in their mail is also a postcard from another realtor. There's a home improvement card or advertisement in there. There's advertisements from solar companies. 
People are constantly selling us stuff. So how do we stand out in all this sales noise after the sale? We need to, you need to find something that fits your personality and deliver it to them early after the sale and then be consistent with it. If you're giving them something of value, they will become accustomed to getting it. And whether it's delivered to them in their email, social media, or snail mail, they're going to read it. So let me give you another example. And this is back when I was in real estate again and when Chicken Soup for the Soul books were big. And I might be dating myself, but um, there you go. (laughs) I would send through the mail to my past, current, and even potential clients one story each month on my letterhead from that book. Now, after some time, I stopped doing this and I moved on to other things, was doing different things. But I began getting calls asking if I was okay or if I dropped them off my mailing list. I found out that a large number of these clients I was sending this letter to were actually reading it as a family each month, sometimes even at the dinner table. And when they were done reading it, they would put it up on their fridge to remind them of the message in the story until the next one came out. So they were looking forward to that next one that I was going to send out next month. And I was very consistent with it. I sent it out the first week of every month. It had so much more impact on them than I thought it ever would. And the reason why I believe it works so well is that it came from my genuine self. Although my goal was to keep my name in front of them, I wanted to do it in a way that was uplifting and made them happy. You know, I was giving them something of value because it matched how I built my relationship with them in the beginning, during, and now after the sale. So my challenge for you today is to find something that matches your personality and your true self and use that as a continued relationship building tool. But I also don't want you to forget that when you call them and you want to call them periodically from time to time and ask them how their son's doing at USC or how their Frenchies are doing. You know, ever since I found out the impact that a simple letter with an excerpt from Chicken Soup for the Soul left on my clients, it has been my goal to make it on their fridge to make it on their message board at work. It has been my goal to provide my clients with help that's uplifting, that's motivating, and that can make them better. So as I wrap this up, I want you to be thinking about what is the reason you really got in the sales. And I know most people got in the sales because of the money and the uncapped income potential. But most people didn't stay in the sales because of that. It can be a very hard, very long hours job, profession. Most people stayed in the sales because of the joy they've got from their customers or their clients and seeing them with the problem solved and giving them that that solution. Most people stay in sales because they love to help people. A lot of people stay in the sales because they just love people in general. They just love uh, communicating and interacting with people. And what better job? We got the best job on the planet. We get to talk to hundreds, thousands of people 
all the time, all different walks of life, learn about people, learn about different cultures. It's so wonderful. So think about that and let that show through in how you build your relationships. Don't ever lose that inner reason why you're still in sales. Hey, listen, if you guys liked this episode, didn't like this episode, have questions, comments, suggestions for another episode, please drop it in the comments. I'd love to hear back from you. I'd love to hear your feedback. So until next time, thank you for joining me on the Hitman of Sales, where we put your sales on target.